Cheers. Cheers. Feels a bit odd doing that when I'm holding an orange juice, but there we go. I've put a whiskey in mine with the cork, so... <laughs> I thought it's unusual for you to drink it in a tall tumbler. <laughs> oh, back for after work drinks. Yay! So, we discussed on the Tenet pro, um, podcast exactly whether Tenet would be the film to save cinema. Yes, I can't remember what we said. Did we? Because you asked the question, I remember you saying, so, Elaine, do you think Tenet will save cinema? I think we doubted it might have the legs, given mm. how confused we were by it. Yes, but I also thought that people might go back for a second bite of the cherry. I've mm. been meaning to, haven't been able to, but I've been meaning to do it. And I, um, I think um, some people I've seen on social media have been going back two, sometimes three times. So I wondered whether that would um, lift it slightly. It hasn't, has it? No, it hasn't. I mean, I've, I was looking up the figures just to doing some research for this Ooh. for once. And in the UK, um, if you take a comparable film, which I've took as Interstellar, Tenet made exactly the same money its first weekend as Interstellar did. Okay. Uh, obviously, That's... five years, six years um, inflation there. Yeah. But, and also no competition. But you've got social distancing measures. And I think that would be, if that would be classed as success if they took it as that. Yeah, yeah, I would. It's not gone quite as well in America, has it? No. I, I but... use Box Office Mojo to look at a lot of mm-hmm. box office receipts. And they still don't have a confirmed number for Tenet. Right. Um, there was rumours of 20.2 million, which Box Office Merger called a success at the time. Okay. That's now been scaled back to less than half that. Um, okay. Yeah. The... What, what would be deemed a typical... Um, what would be a typical numbers? So Interstellar, mm-hmm. to use the same thing. Yeah. Again, six years ago, more competition, but without the thing, up into 47 million. Right. Okay. So there, it's really, you know... It's, Fifty percent, and then you're saying that they're now well, saying less that this twenty percent, this twenty million has gone wrong. down yeah. to sort of ten. Oh dear. Yeah. Do you think this is because in America, obviously we're not there, we we don't know, but we listen to a lot of American podcasts that are talking about film and television, and the podcasts that we listen to have talked about having to travel distances to go to the cinema. They've ha- they've talked about even hiring mini cinemas like small studios to sit with their friends and watch a film mm. if you're having to go to the, those lengths to see Tenet is yeah. anyone going to be bothered your average person isn't going to and um, Los Angeles and New York still haven't opened up their cinemas so that's like obviously the two major metropolises of the United States who people having to travel distances to yeah. go to see cinema and I think there is just that barrier in uh, America that there possibly isn't here, although, mm. funnily enough, it might be coming back now. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's not touch upon that. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> if anyone is listening, just yeah. we're, we're having some local restrictions in our area in the northeast of England, but mm. we'll not go into that too much. No, no, no. Um, but I think on the push, on the downside from that, it's spooked a lot of people by the looks of it. Um, although they're not saying that it's tenants' box office that's making them change their mind should we talk about wonder woman first because i was really excited about wonder woman coming out the last time when we went to see tenet the wonder woman trailer was on yeah and it actually it was an old trailer because it said like coming june 2020 you know in the yes. big like the big font that they put up on the screen now yeah. and i was sat there going 
they haven't changed this at all. This is weird. And this was after um, DC, whatever it was, where they released a new one. Yeah. Funnily enough, when I went to see New Mutants the week after, they had changed it to the new trailer. Oh, good, because I was thinking it had been out for like a few days and the new trailer, people were saying they were as keen on the new trailer for Wonder Mm. Woman as the first one. I agreed. Some of the CG looked unfinished. Especially... Well, it might not be finished. That's... Yeah, yeah. Well, th- you're, you're, yeah. you're probably right from seeing it. Yeah. Um, but the um, cheetah, who's the baddie in it, the villain in it, played by, is it Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig. I always get her confused. Yes. So, yeah, she she does not look good in that trailer. <laughs> she nor, neither looks like a cheetah nor Kristen Wiig. Um, so... It needs a bit of work doing it on that. So if that's what's needed, but the reason that they've come out with, they've said it's not tenant, it's not the you know finishing off the film, it's because they really want to boy us all up over Christmas. It's going to come out on the twenty fifth of December. And they're going to give us a Christmas treat. Yeah, that's bullshit, and isn't yeah, it? Well, Patty Jenkins, the director's come out and said this. I'm thinking, if this is she must just be thinking of this in marketing terms surely she doesn't actually think that fair play to her if you can keep a straight face doing that <laughs> i don't believe her she is lying because no way of the if if tenant had done really well they would have been shoving this out and going great people are going to the cinema yeah. they wouldn't be waiting till the 25th of december and i'm just not sure whether that's a good move i'm not sure whether 25th of december boxing day in the uk is going to be a time when people are going to go to the pictures. Well, I mean, it's a, there is a history of big films being released on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Not so much the blockbusters, although I seem to remember Edge of Ultron released maybe New Year's Day a few years ago. I've just realised 25th of December isn't Boxing Day, is it? No. I've just said that 25th of December is Boxing Day, but it's not. It's actually Christmas Day. But anyway, no one's going to go on Christmas Day, and who's going to go on Boxing Day? Well, I mean... Obviously, in America, there is a big tradition of um, ethnic minorities going to the cinema on Christmas Day. Oh, of course. You've talked to me before about this, actually. Yeah, certainly in the Jewish community, like mm. there is a thing of going to eat Chinese food and then going to the cinema. I remember you saying this to me. Um, I don't know quite how true that is to this day, but yeah, they do open films. Because they don't have mm. Boxing Day, so sports mm. on, oh, everything's course, yeah, open. Don't have Boxing day, I mean, yeah. we were in New America for Christmas a couple of we years were, ago. Yeah, and yeah, it's very different. You couldn't tell. it was Nothing was closed. No. Not, not yeah. nothing was very Christmassy actually. Well, it's there was Vegas, a couple of trees. It? Yeah, well, it was Vegas. <laughs> Everything's always twinkling in Vegas. You don't yeah. need a couple of trees with a few baubles on. Mm. Yeah. So Wonder Woman's one, twenty fifth of December. I will have to remember that is Christmas Day. <laughs> and then Black Widow, which I know you've been um, excited to see. I'm good about this. Mm. Um, it's only rumored at this point, yeah, but I but... think that rumors normally follow a surefire thing. It's going to be pushed back till. December or possibly even into next year. I'm hearing next year. Oh, are oh you? You're God. hearing that? Yeah. You mean, you've read. <laughs> no, I had this secret phone call at about two in the morning. Just on with the head of Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just really wanted my input on it. Yeah. So you know what that leaves us with? And I'm really, I really wanted to talk to you about this anyway. Um, it leaves us with No Time to Die. So we've, yeah. we've got Bond. Fine, put that to one side. But it also leaves us with another film, which I'm just very confused about, which is June. Okay. Because that's oh. coming out in December, and again, that's like a this big film that we listen to the Empire podcast, where Empire um, film magazine subscribers, mm. everyone's going on about June. 
it's made front cover, but I don't really understand it. And I neither understand it nor do I care. Right, okay, I'm glad it's not just me. I'll go see it. I don't even know <sighs> if I'd see it. It sounds a bit wacky. Well, it's gonna be. I mean I've not seen I've not read the book, I've not seen the Lynch film. Mm-hmm. Have you um, seen the trailer? No, no, I've no, kind I've of avoided it on purpose. Maybe I should have a look at it. Well, I mean, yeah, let's let's make some judgments on uh, <laughs> based on facts. But no, I'm I will go see it, but I'm not excited about it. No. Um obviously it's got good people involved. Um but yeah, no, nah, not interested. Who is who is inv- Oh it's um um Denny Chalamet. Villeneuve. Yeah, as Denny well. Villeneuve. Okay, for, okay, yeah. And Chalamet's in it. A big fan of Zendaya. Okay, right. That piques my interest a bit more. I don't know who else. I'm sure. That... <laughs> I'm sure there's really famous people in there. But that's yeah. the extent of our June knowledge. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to sort of ambush you with what do you know about June? But I've mm. been meaning to talk to you about it for ages. But you know what the next big film to come out is? No time to die. No, Death on the Nile. <gasps> Death on the Nile. Still placed for a couple of weeks. Is it really? Is it yeah. not? Hasn't been pulled or there's anything. No, uh, so from from what I've heard. <laughs> have you been having those phone calls yeah. as well uh, there is no indication that it's going to get pulled oh great um, but you know British film it's not going to be yeah. that much it's not going to be oh, French and Saunders that much <laughs> Russell Brand probably works cheap now you're obsessed with that I'm excited about Death on Nile well I love the original as you know and I've always wanted you to watch the original like do it as a date night but I don't want to like, it's still sat on our, on our skybox it will remain on our skybox till my dying day because oh. I just like to put it on every now and again I'll delete it um, I mean there is a film that's been announced that's coming out that may very well save cinema you've got a wry smile on your face there is going to be a big film coming out a CG adaptation of one of our favourite TV shows CG adaptation of one of our f- TV shows. Yeah, one of our favourite. One of our. We sing the song all the time. I mean, that doesn't really make it any easier for me because we sing a song every five minutes. I'm just going to show you the headline. Oh no, oh no. <gasps> no way! Since it's an audio medium, do you want to read out the headline? <laughs> Uh, so the headline is Around the World with Willy Fogg is becoming a feature film. Yeah. Do you want to sing the song? Well, funnily enough, on this article there is a thing of Andy Crane singing the song. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. We'll we'll go out with the song. <laughs> yeah, I think we will. Just, yeah, like peek behind the curtain. Sometimes Mark just comes up to me and just starts with Fogg. I'm the one who made the bet. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I'm not even going to keep going with that because that's just really embarrassing. Here but you I do. Am. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's stop because no one. This should not be recorded. It's that Those singing and, it that should and not be tales. recorded. Yeah, true. The two greatest theme tunes of. Oh, it's amazing. Certainly, how are you? Okay, so it's going to be a film. I don't care. I'm going to watch is it, it. Is it live action? No, CG. Okay, okay. Sorry, I've missed all of that because I was so excited about it. So it's just going to be the cartoon on the big screen. Yeah. And With celebrities voicing Willy. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be, I don't know, Stephen Mangan. That sounds like a... <laughs> I'm just that's, casting. That's actually that's, really quite good I'm casting. I'm glad I pulled that out, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. Uh, Who's going to be Rigaton, though? Gerard Depardieu. Oh, it's a bit old. I would go for someone a bit younger. Um, maybe Vincent Cassell. Ooh, I like Vincent. I think Cassell. you need someone more vernacular. Someone yeah, more avuncular. Mm, yeah. More vernacular. I nearly said. Edit that out. You know, edit that out. Are you? No, not at all. Who's gonna play the cat? What's the cat's name? 
I know what she sings. A gentle touch. Yeah, I I know know. the bit that she sings in the thing. I don't know. Okay. And we know who can play um, who can play the baddie. Your man from Jaws 3D. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Oh, uh, I think we, I think we've milked this. Bet, yeah, maybe, maybe we should move on from Willie Fogg. I'm yes. not putting Willie Fogg in the title of the podcast as well. You know, Tenet, Wonder Woman, Tell 80 Days Around the World. That's numbers. That is. We'll find a pot of gold. Get the hashtag on Insta. It'll Just uh... where the rainbow's ending. Right, we've got to stop now. Yeah. What? what we we'll carry next? this on once we <laughs> stop recording. What we? What we do next? What's did you have something that you wanted no, to say? No, that was what I wanted to was say. Was that what you yes. wanted to say? Right, because you said before we started that you had something that you really wanted to talk to me about. And it was only little. And is this it? Yes, I was, I was praying that you hadn't seen that news all week. <laughs> I saw it like in the middle of the night while uh, I was up feeding Blake. No, not seen that at all. Amazing. Thank you for that. That's a revelation. <laughs> I look forward to the casting being announced. Stephen Mangan. Go on then. Nailed on. Can we talk about Madonna? I, I I really can't I really can't stand this news. I know. I I listened to it. Funnily enough, middle of the night when feeding Blake, I put a podcast in and I heard this. Come on, probably on the same podcast that you've listened to Almost as well. Certainly, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, my my to- toes curled. So and yeah, I was not happy. For those people listening who haven't heard the news, so in the same instance as. Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man. There is now going to be a biopic of Madonna, mm. written by Madonna and directed by Madonna. Directed by Madonna, which means it's going to be a really balanced piece. Oh, this just and we had this problem with Bohemian Rhapsody because that was Freddie Mercury sanitized and seen through Queen. You know, Freddie Mercury very famously said, you know, if you're going to do a film about me, you're going to write, at least just don't make me boring. Yeah. And they absolutely made, <laughs> you know, the entire story incredibly boring. Like I say, sanitised everything and made him look like he was just really unhappy with all these people that just turned up at his house. Yes. You know, and, and made his relationship with a woman, the central relationship <laughs> in that film, it just, it just never, it just doesn't sit right with me, that film. But anyway... So when you've got that treatment, now having the person themselves write and direct their own story, it's hardly going to be critical of Madonna, is it? It's not going to be an in-depth analysis of her flaws, No, one wouldn't think. I mean, I can tell you probably who was at, who was at fault for all their marriages breaking up. Uh, and well, it won't be Madonna. Fair, I know. I mean, I feel the guy, actually, because... Yeah, how is she with Sean and Guy? And... I don't know about Sean Penn, but my under—I mean, I don't. I my don't understanding. Know. My understand. But from what you see in in the press, which of course you yeah. can take with a pinch of salt, there have there've been um, not issues with their children. But one of her children, one of their children, has has gone to live back with his father, okay. and there has been some something going mm. on going on there. Having said that, who who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, when you've had relationship breakups, the person writing and directing that story is unlikely to make themselves out to be the one that was the idiot. I mean, unless they have a huge amount of mm. like self insight, which I don't suspect many people have told Madonna she's done something I mean, wrong. I love Madonna. You like totally putting this to one side. I love Madonna. I love the fact that she absolutely burst into 
the pop industry into the music industry with so much confidence mm. with you know she she has got talent i'm not going to say she's the best singer in the world because i don't think she is but she has worked her socks off and she has absolutely you know done amazing things and i absolutely love getting in the car and sticking a bit of borderline on you know i cannot fault madonna but in terms of film i would love for someone to actually take things apart and unpack things and i i just don't think this is this is going to be the case the only saving grace i think that's that's in involved here is um diablo cody who um was behind juno and she's a very strong character as well and i'm not sure that she would allow this just to be completely sanitized i followed diablo cody after juno because i really Mm -hmm. loved it and i've not seen a lot of good things from her since no i haven't Uh, young adult i really didn't i really didn't get um tully i wasn't a huge fan of jennifer's body i think was the next thing that she did um but yeah look give her give her benefit the doubt well and also when i'm reading this i'm reading madonna's statement and Mm. i suppose you might have to give her the benefit of the doubt as well and that it might not be the biopic in the way that we're thinking of it because she says i want to convey the incredible journey that life has taken me on as an artist a musician a dancer a human being trying to make her way in this world the focus of the film will always be music Music has kept me going and art has kept me alive. There are so many untold and inspiring stories. Oh, I've changed my mind with this next sen- this next oh. bit. Because I, th- I saw that. I saw there are so many untold and inspiring sh- stories. And I thought she might be telling the stories of people who don't often get... Yeah, but no, she's not. She's not. There are so many untold and inspiring stories, she says. And who better to tell it than me? Oh... Yeah, okay. I mean, she talks about music. I mean, music makes the people come together. It does. It makes the bourgeoisie... And the rebel. Ah, wonderful. <laughs> I've just looked up the lyrics oh, for, that, oh, for that, for the benefit of that joke. <laughs> so, um, if it was going to be, and let's say, put in inverted commas, an arty biopic, something that was a bit more original, not just a, here's a young girl from, was she from Brooklyn? I can't remember where she's from. Uh, she's from America. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's from America. America. Sorry. She, she's, yeah, she's American, honey. Right, I know she's from America. <laughs> she's from New York. Um, I imagine probably Brooklyn. That, I think that's where the Italian-Americans... So I think that she she has a story to tell. Yeah. But it would be really good if it wasn't just a linear... Here, here's a woman who went into the music industry and became really famous... If she, I love that bit about the untold stories and the inspiring stories. So it'd be the people around her, maybe the people that didn't get to the heights that she did. Those are the sort of stories that I'm interested in. I feel I know a lot about Madonna already, just from all the documentaries that she's done in the yeah. past. Yeah, I mean, I'd like a, I'd actually like a two-hour real-time reenaction of her writing the rap to American Life, and then deciding that she's gonna, it's gonna be a rap. I don't really know that. She wrote a rap, did she? Yeah. At the end of American Life, she does a rap where she talks about, she does yoga and pilates and you know I'm satisfied. Um, I think there's some line about driving a Mini Cooper as well. Oh, I remember that now. I mean, yoga is excellent. And pilates. Yeah, but I do do like a bit of yoga. So anyway, we'll probably review it. Yeah, we probably will. Wait till it comes out. When is it coming out? Oh, if it's only just been announced, it'll be years. I mean... We've got Willie Fogg to reignite the box office first. That's true. 
Yeah, and then so Woody Fogg and then Madonna. Can we talk about Scream uh, as like a final? Yes, yes, we a can. Final, a final thing. What's your feeling about the Scream franchise? So I liked, I really liked the first three, even the third one, which was by any extent was a bit, bit crap. Mm. I didn't actually mind Scream 4. Because it was a bit of a um, renewal, wasn't it? it was, was it Emma Roberts? That's and... what I was, I was trying to think. I was thinking of American Horror Story and Emma Roberts was in that one. It was it? a lot of like the hot young actresses at the time. Mm. Um, and I mean hot as in like popular rather, yeah. Because yeah. um, that but... was 2011. Okay, so yeah, so it's getting on 10 years. And I felt that that was probably the end. So when I found out that they were going to do another Scream, I was really conflicted because I, I love Scream. You know, the original film, mm. it absolutely ticks all boxes for me. That mid-90s, very wry, very witty, something... Obviously, it was very different at the time. The scene with Drew Barrymore at the beginning now comes up on all sorts of film analysis of how, how they did that and everyone thought Drew Barrymore was going to be the main actress and she wasn't. Did they though? Because I remember before it came out everyone going, oh yeah, Drew Barrymore gets killed in the first scene. See, I didn't know that at all. Okay. But I, I liked the, the idea of who the the killers were yeah. and it was, it was very silly literate, but it's Wes Craven and, you know, obviously he's no longer with us, but he was a horror horror genius. You, Wes Craven died. You, you looked really. I turned around then, and you were like, "You looked really." Yeah, he died. When did that happen? Like a few years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. I'm so I'm sorry. Really, I'm really sorry to have to break that to you. I mean, I probably knew at the time, but yeah. Oh. So, interestingly, when they announced there was going to be a new scream, I thought, right, you're never going to get the original cast back together unless people like Courtney Cox and um, David Arquette are looking for a, a bit of money. And then I heard that Courtney Cox and David Arquette were going to be in this, and I thought, oh, right, it is going to be that type of film. And then I heard a few days ago that Neve Campbell is also going to be in it, reprising her role as Sydney. Yes. And then I started to think, what is drawing people back, notwithstanding money, what is drawing people back to this film? Especially because um, Cox and Arquette used to be married and now they're not and you wouldn't think that they would want to be working together i think they're quite good friends although yeah i I understand that but it's still a bit i think it's the film that they met on as well so it might be a bit bit strange for them but then i discovered who was behind this new this scream five as it's called i assumed it was wes craven up until about two minutes ago sorry i'll break that to you but this is where you come in because you have seen the film that these people have put out recently and you really raved about it. And it's the people behind Ready or Not. Oh, okay. Which they've, was got like a, they've got a, a stupid name. Like Project Silence? Radio Silence. Yes. Radio Silence is what they, they call themselves. Yeah, I'm totally on board now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Would you talk a little bit about Ready or Not? Because I don't really know how to describe it. So Ready or Not is... Um... <sighs> It's a no. It's knowing. It references. Uh, it's a horror film that was released last year, and like I a think really independent horror with like small. Yeah, yeah. It's a small cast, but it's. I mean, there's a very famous people in there. Um, it's Samara Weaving. I've got a film. It's a long time since I've seen it. I think it's Henry Cerny. Oh right, okay. Um, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it is the guy from the OC. <laughs> Who's Adam something? Oh, I know exactly who yeah. you mean, but I never watched the OC. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really 
it knows exactly what it is. It's it, it's almost like a modern Scream. It's self-referential. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. It's like a cross between Scream and Knives Out is what I'd say. Okay. Um, it's on Sky now, yeah. isn't it? And I've been meaning to watch it one I've night. been, like, it's on my list to do as, like, a date night, mm, to be perfect, be one night. Yeah. So that makes total sense because yeah. what um, Neve Campbell said is that having spoken to the Radio Silence people, Adam Brody. That's, that's it. it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> having spoken to the Radio Silence people, she said they... They know more about the Scream franchise than she does, and they are looking at it in the spirit of Wes Craven. It's the sort of thing that Wes Craven would have really enjoyed, she feels. Yes. So I think she feels that it's very referential um, and very respectful mm. of his legacy. So, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit more more excited about that. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that now. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm t- Bring it on. Yeah, out in 2022. And nice to see David Arcade getting work after. He's, I mean, have you heard about what he's up to now? He's, he's, yeah, I was just about to say, he's wrestling, isn't he? Yeah, he's a professional wrestler. Wow. Yeah. But didn't he have like loads and loads of injuries? And didn't, hasn't there been some sort of film or documentary about his entry into professional wrestling? Um, Yes, yeah. 20 years ago. He was in a like a comedy film based around WCW at the time, and as a publicity stunt, they gave him the world championship. And this is like a world championship that was okay. It's pro wrestling, but it's prestigious. It goes back to Ric Flair, Harley Race, everyone like that. Um, and they got mainstream publicity for about a day, and then the fans just turned off. Um, and he was always thought of as quite a bit of a joke. He didn't want to do it because he was a wrestling fan, but he's like he'd lived with that legacy certainly within wrestling circles and so he wanted to prove himself so he joined the hardcore of hardcore wrestling federations like backyard things where they hit each other with light tubes and uh yeah and got quite injured and then there's a film about it which i've not seen but and i probably won't but (laughs) really yeah you're not gonna watch a film about wrestling are you no i'm not i'm not not bothered about seeing david arquette doing junk wrestling Okay. Oh, well, at least we got on to wrestling because, yeah. you know, what a way to end the podcast. <laughs> That'll keep you happy now that you've got over the death of uh, Wes Craven, the shock of that. We'll talk about wrestling and calm me down a bit. I'm, I'm still happy from uh, Willy Fogg. <laughs> yes, fair enough. Are you going to be happy about that all night now as well? Yeah. No, you're just yeah. going to sing the song at me. Yep, yeah, I'll just be walking Aww. into the bedroom. Here I am. <laughs> right, let's stop. Yes, let's stop. We'll, we'll sing the whole theme tune before we go. Thank you for listening. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you again soon. go just a reminder that you can subscribe to the honeymoon period podcast on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts you can join in the conversation on facebook twitter and instagram just search for the honeymoon pod finally if you like this episode and you think someone else would too please share it see you next time